Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Lions fans. Jesse Cass here for the LMU Basketball Podcast here in the Believe Podcast Network on LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the LMU Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Cass. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode here on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. We're also available wherever else podcasts are found, including Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. And also follow along at Believe.com and follow me on Twitter at Jesse underscore Cass. And as we get into this episode, really excited this week, we know that had a lot of you tune in and download last week for head coach Stan Johnson, and we greatly appreciate that. We're going to keep this thing rolling with another great guest this week, Eric Johansson, who just wrapped up his LMU Lion career just a little over a month ago, but he is continuing with the Lions. He's now going to be a graduate assistant coach next season, so great to know that Eric will continue on, and we'll have a great conversation with him about his career, looking forward to being part of the new coaching staff, and what his expectations are for everything going forward, and looking back a little bit on his career and everything that went through that. So Eric Johansson on the show, we're very excited about that. Quickly before we get to that conversation, we've known that through this period, the Lions have been active in their recruitment of players despite not being able to see them or talk to them in person. Uh, Elmi with its first official commit under head coach Stan Johnson. And that is Mayom Mayom, a 6'4 guard with big-time athleticism out of Potter's House Christian Academy High School in Jacksonville, originally born in Egypt, grew up in Melbourne, Australia, and then moved over to Florida to play high school basketball. So he will be the first official recruit in for the Lions. He is eligible to play for this upcoming season, and it'll be a nice addition to the team. So really excited to see Mayom join the squad. Along with that, we've seen a lot of offers and scholarships go out to players for years beyond this year, 2021, 2022. And Stan Johnson and his new coaching staff really aggressively pushing in the Los Angeles area, which is something that we talked about on the show when we talked to Stan last week. We knew that was a point of emphasis and importance. So really nice to see that that's already in effect for Stan Johnson and the Lions, that they're focused heavily still on finding the best talent no matter where. But in in the Los Angeles market in particular, where there is so much talent all the time. So Lions focusing on that a great deal. That's really exciting to see. And also exciting to see that the coaching staff has been filled out, officially announced. We mentioned, of course, Eric Johansson will be the second graduate assistant, along with Shamar Johnson, who remains on the staff. But as far as the assistant coaches, they have all been named and a great deal of experience amongst them. David Carter, former head coach for Nevada, also played at St. Mary's, so has great West Coast Conference ties there. Also have Alan Edwards as another assistant, former head coach of Wyoming, and he brings a great deal of experience as well. And Greg Yankovsky with a third assistant coach following a season at UCLA and six prior to that at Cincinnati, all with head coach Mick Cronin. So a great deal of experience there as well. And you can see the theme with this coaching staff. And then Ricky Munch will be the director of basketball operations. He reunites with head coach Stan Johnson. Previously worked as a student manager with Marquette. It was most recently with the Milwaukee Bucks during this season as he worked as the video and player development assistant. So a really nice and exciting staff and can't wait to see them all get going and 
get to campus when they're finally able to here with the LMU Lions. But the excitement continues around Stan Johnson as he fills out a really all-star staff around him. And that's really what it takes at this level to have not only a great coach at the top, but a great support system, coaches that Stan mentioned last week that can recruit, that can help in player development, that can really help in all facets of the game. And that's exactly what this staff can do. So really excited to see that. And we'll be excited to see them finally get going, as we said. And finally, before we get to our conversation with Eric Johansson, some shopkeeping notes as well. We've mentioned a number of players that have gone into the transfer portal for the Lions since the coaching change. We had Jonathan Dos Anjos recently, which we talked about uh, briefly last week. Diavante Williams also entering the transfer pool. So a couple players. We mentioned Jordan Bell earlier. Uh, Obviously, anytime, as we mentioned last week, that a coaching change happens, you're going to see this type of thing. But... We'll see where all of these guys end up. And then there's still a great deal of intrigue around Matias Markison, or at least there was until pretty much right now, as we record this on a Friday, you'll be hearing this on a Saturday, but pretty much right under the wire, the decision has been made by Matias Markison. He was down to four schools, Louisville, Minnesota, San Diego State, or a return to LMU. And in Michael Jordan-esque fashion, just two words from Markison posted on social media, I'm back, Matias Markison returning to LMU, which obviously bolsters their roster big time for next season. You look at the people that are still on the team that are returning. This was kind of the silver lining this year when there were all the injuries. Eli Scott, of course, going into his senior year. Now you have Markison returning in his senior year. Damian Douglas, Joe Quintana should be back from injury, along with obviously the recruits that come in and others that stay, Kelly Lea Pepe. Ivana Lipia, Parker Dorch, and so on and so on. So the Lions, with a real opportunity to be really good next year in their first year under head coach Stan Johnson. So very exciting and awesome news for Matias Markison, whose birthday was also on the Friday that he announced this. So happy birthday, Matias. Welcome back to LMU. And uh, know that everyone involved in Lions basketball, from myself to all the fans out there, extremely thrilled to have Matias back. So welcome back, Matias. We're looking forward to seeing you back on the court in a Lions uniform again. So that, of course, is really exciting news. And then you throw in on top of that really breaking news as we recorded this podcast a little earlier today. I had to jump back in to add this piece in. Cody Pugh, a transfer from Stanford, graduate transfer, so with two years of eligibility, has only played two years thus far. So he'll be ready to go, a redshirt junior. He'll have two years, a four-star recruit who has had Pretty limited playing time with Stanford. Has only averaged two points a game last season in 21 games in just six minutes. But a 6'8 forward, uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And we mentioned the pedigree. A four-star recruit, top 100 both by Scout.com and 24-7 Sports. A member of the Rivals 100 team. Ranked 11th at his position by 24-7 Sports and ranked number 21 by ESPN.com. Mentioned his stats at Stanford. Pretty limited with limited playing time, but in high school, a 20-10 and 10 guy, super athletic, and just another exciting piece to add to LMU. The left-handed 6'8 athletic forward will go into the mix with the Lions with all those players we just mentioned, Eli Scott, Matias Markson, Damian Douglas, and so on and so on. So very exciting times at LMU and what looks like it's going to be an incredibly competitive and exciting team for Stan Johnson this year. So Big-time excitement for Loyola Marymount going forward. And we have a great guest to talk about everything that that entails. Eric Johansson, as we mentioned, just finished up his Lion career, but 
he's not done with LMU yet. He's going to be a graduate assistant and part of this coaching staff with this team. So let's get into it right now here on the LMU Basketball Podcast. Eric Johansson, here you go. Now joined here on the LMU Basketball Podcast by a good friend of mine, a guest, former LMU player, just finished up his career, Eric Johansson. Eric, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And Eric, uh, obviously, we're talking here in, in pretty unique and complex times. It's hard to imagine that a little over just a month ago, your playing career ended. It feels like so much has happened since then. But I guess the first thing to ask is uh, how you holding up here during uh, the quarantine times and uh, obviously handling this global pandemic. Right. Yeah, it's been crazy. But uh, I mean, I'm just staying inside. I'm still still um, living on campus at LMU and, and you know, just kind of quarantining myself and, and trying to make sure that, you know, stay healthy and, and, and don't have any symptoms. Yeah, absolutely. And for you, you mentioned your your career came to an end. You had a really nice season individually this year and you guys grew a little bit toward the end of the year. Uh, what were your impressions just of the team this season coming off the heels of that really impressive year last year from for what you guys did this year? Right, it was it was definitely a season filled with, you know, ups and downs and, and obviously we didn't have the season that we wanted to and thought we were going to have. But, um, you know, I'm really proud of the team we had and, and, and you know, we were a close-knit group. We had great team chemistry and, and kind of fought through all the you know, the roller coaster of a ride that it was. Um, I think it was, you know, it's probably, you know, my favorite year here in terms of, you know, team chemistry and whatnot and the, and the feeling we had amongst each other and about each other. So um, it was it was, it was, was a good year all in all, for sure. Yeah, and for you as a senior this year, getting, one, a chance to play a lot more, and two, really the opportunity to be one of the leaders of this team, how did you adapt to that role, and what did you think of kind of jumping into that and being the only senior on the roster for the majority of the year? Right. No, it, it, I mean, obviously uh, playing more was a lot of fun, and, and, you know, I had I had a very up and kind of up and down year myself, but, um, you know, it was great being on the floor a lot, being, you know, out there and kind of helping out leading the team for sure. Um, even though I was the only senior, you know, there was definitely, I had a lot of help in terms of leadership. You know, a lot of guys stepped up that, you know, they took their next step in, 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 in terms of leadership, uh, even though they weren't necessarily seniors, guys like Eli. And, um, you know, we had uh, Kelly stepping in as a freshman, you know, playing major minutes. Um, you know, we had we had a lot of people helping out. So, uh, you know, it, it made it a lot easier for me as a, as a captain and as a senior, but, um, you know, there are definitely a lot of pieces that came together in terms of leadership from a lot of guys. Yeah, no question about it. And you're obviously in the unique position now where you played for one coach, Mike Dunlap, for your whole career. Obviously, LMU decided to make the coaching change after the season was over. We know that you're coming back as a graduate assistant coach for a new coaching staff. So what's that like for you having played for one guy and now kind of going into the next regime and, and handling that switch? Right, for sure. It was, uh, you know, it was it was a strange thing, kind of in, in in some ways. Me and me and Coach Dunlap obviously have a, you know, a long long relationship. Playing, having played for him for four years, and and you know that was something that, you know, I, I really had to kind of consider and think about and 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 whatnot. But, um, you know, I'm 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 excited. I'm I'm really excited about you know the program, and and most of all, I'm excited for the guys. You know, having. 
you know, a new coaching staff. I think, I think, you know, it's a great staff. I really love all the guys that, you know, first of all, coach Dan, you know, has already kind of shown me that, you know, I, I want to put my trust in him and, and, and learn from him and, and all the assistants that he, that he has hired, um, you know, are really good assistants, uh, you know, and I have a lot of, a lot of high expectations and a lot of, you know, kind of angst to, to get the, get everything going. Um, but, you know, most of all, I'm just excited to be back and, you know, help out this team that I know can be, incre- can be incredibly good next year. Um, so, you know, it, it was definitely a hard kind of decision, but an even harder, you know, offer to pass up. So, you know, getting the chance to work, you know, at my alma mater and, and kind of get into coaching and, 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 you know, all of those things definitely played in. So I'm, I'm super stoked about next year. Yeah, we're obviously stoked to have you continue on in the in the Lion tradition. And uh, you mentioned a lot of the new coaches. Of course, the full coaching staff was announced officially. Um, we know that no one can really be in person and, and connecting that way. So have you been able to connect with everyone through video chat and phone calls, I'm assuming, but building that camaraderie in kind of a, a different and unique way than normal? Right. No, I mean, definitely it's, it's a, it's a crazy kind of situation. And, and, you know, I think we all wish that the circumstances were different, but at the same time, you know, as the staff, we've been really kind of keen on focusing on, on, on using this kind of uh, adversity that we're all going through to, to use it as, you know, let's bring the team closer together. And coach Johnson is very focused on, on, you know, making sure that, you know, we still stay well connected uh, throughout this whole thing. And, and, you know, we, uh, we make sure that, you know, all the guys know that, you know, we're there for them, anything they need. And, and you know, we, you know, and, and technology sure helps. You know, if this was, I don't know, 40 years ago, this would have been a way different kind of uh, deal. Uh, but thankfully, you know, we get to, get to talk to each other. We can, you know, we're super organized. And, you know, the ability to just stay organized um, through, uh, you know, Zoom calls, video conferences, uh, texts, phone calls, you know, it's uh, it helps out a lot. And, and you know, we're definitely utilizing all the technology we can to kind of make sure that you know the team is team is close and that we're communicating you know every single day yeah and and we talked to a to stan last week on the show uh, and he kind of broke down just what his process was and talking to the guys that are currently on the roster um what has his message been i know he mentioned you guys talked but just to to you and the whole team about his philosophy for the guys that of course are kind of holdovers from the previous regime under under mike dunlap for how he wants to integrate them and, and how he wants to make them comfortable. Right. No, I mean, I think, I think our whole, you know, our, our, the new staff that we put together, are, you know, we're, we're very, very aware of, you know, everything that we've been building up the past few years and, and kind of, you know, for me, it's, it's kind of a key piece that we continue to build on some of that that we had, you know, going for us. Obviously there's, you know, it's a great team that we already have. We got a lot of, you know, players coming back and, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's, I think, you know, the culture that's already been built, you know, continue to build on top of that and, you know, uh, refining it and, and making sure that, you know, everybody knows that, you know, we want to come out, um, you know, we want to come out running, man. We want to, you know, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we're, we're attacking, uh, right from the start. So I think, um, you know, all the all the guys have been very, you know, positive, and uh, you know, I think everybody's just kind of eager to, to get through this kind of adversity that we're in and, and and hit the ground running. You know, whenever that that will be. Yeah, absolutely. And 
we know that one of your best friends uh, on the team throughout the years and really through your whole experience has been Matthias Markusen. Obviously, both you guys are both from Sweden. We know that he went through a really rough year last year. We know he's considering um, whether he wants to stay or not. We'll let him make that, you know, announce that decision. But uh, just from the personal level of this past year, uh, how tough was that, obviously, for him, but for you to to kind of be talking through it with him and, and dealing with, you know, some really tough family times and, and being away from the team for so long? Right. Well, I mean, you know, our relationship is, you know, it goes beyond kind of the the basketball side of it and, and you know, all the stuff that he went through and, and be being, on you know, on different, uh, well, us being on different continents. Um, you know, it's tough, but, but even, even there, you know, technology helps a lot and, and, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's an amazing guy and, and, and you know, has been handling uh, everything that, you know, he's been through uh, in, in such an amazing way. So I think, you know, obviously it, it helped us grow stronger um, and, you know, he knows that his kind of support system here at LMU has been tremendous. Uh, you know, our old coaching staff did an amazing job with him and, and whenever and whatever he needed. And, um, and, you know, the team and everybody's, uh, you know, been supportive, supporting him a lot. So, um, you know, I think, I think he's, you know, he's obviously, uh, worked through some stuff and, and continues to do that, but I know he's extremely, you know, hungry and, and, and uh, eager to get back on the court, get back, you know, uh, to working wherever, wherever that'll end up being. This podcast is brought to you by True Classic Tees. A minute, guys. Right now, you're chilling, wearing a t-shirt. We know that's what everyone's doing during the quarantine. You don't have to dress up crazy to be on a Zoom call or whatever you're doing. True Classic Tees is the perfect tee to wear right now. They're a new company based in LA, and they really have a great product. T-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile. You could wear them out. Of course, you could wear them in. And the best part, they're incredibly cheap, only $15, and now you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code BLEAV for 20% off. That's believe. BLEAV at trueclassictees.com. And Eric, uh, we know that obviously you having the experience and really recent experience of playing for LMU and in this conference. Uh, what's it like going against some of these top schools like Gonzaga and BYU and St. Mary's? And, and what do you think? ultimately needs to happen for LMU to, to kind of reestablish themselves up in that level of competition again? I mean, I, I think already last year, you know, we had the pieces, obviously, um, you know, it didn't end up, you know, we didn't end up having the, the kind of the guys that, that we thought we were going to have, yeah. you know, when season started with, with Joe out and Damian out and Matias redshirting. Um, you know, we didn't have didn't have that that type of team. I still think we did a really good job. You know, you can see in some some of the games, man, we were we were definitely right there. St. Mary's at their place uh, is one good example of it. And and um, you know, I think uh, I don't think there's much. I, I think we're you know I don't I don't want to have you know too high hope too much of you know kind of high expectations for next year. But you know, if 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 everybody comes back and we have the right pieces, man, I, I don't see why we shouldn't be able to compete and, and you know, with the best teams in our league. And, and obviously, it is an incredibly good league. It's a very, you know, there's a lot of talent in our league. Um, but, um, you know, I'm very confident in the people that we have. And, and, you know, as long as we put the pieces together, 
um, for next year, you know, I'm, 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 I have a lot of confidence that we'll definitely make some make some serious noise next year. Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, of course, Joe and Damian and Matias, three guys that probably would have been starters for you. So losing that right before the year begins is obviously uh, no small potatoes. For sure. And Eric, are there any moments or games specifically? I know you played in a lot of them, but that stand out for you in your career when you kind of look back? I know it's still probably pretty fresh to to think about, but anything that stands out to you specifically when you look back at your career as standout moments? Uh, I mean, I think there. You know, it's easy to look back and, and only remember the you know the good times. I remember you know James Bateman's buzzer beater against Boise State. I believe it was um, yeah. on a layup. Um, you know, winning the game for us, that was a huge one. Us um, beating BYU uh, at home, I believe it was two years ago, three years ago? Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. Um, my freshman year, um, B. Brown's buzzer beater against Colorado State at Colorado State uh, was incredible. Um, but, you know, there's been some tough moments, too. This year, you know, against UC Davis, I thought I had kind of a game winner and, and you know, um, Ended up uh, losing that one on a half-court buzzer beater. Um, so, you know, there are a few moments like that that definitely stand out. But, you know, most important thing for me, it's been kind of the camaraderie and, and you know, being around um, just, you know, so many good teammates, so many good players, um, you know, building those relationships, so many good coaches. Um, you know, I have great relationships with all of them. So, um you know, LMU is, is, is a tremendous place, man. What, what we really need is to, you know, to gain some momentum and, and, you know, winning. That's what, you know, number one thing is winning and building, you know, continue building on that culture that we started to build um, and then building on. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, what the future holds for, for LMU basketball, without a doubt. Yeah, and you mentioned actually something that I was going to ask you about, the uh... – the potential game winner that you had hitting that shot, the runner with three seconds to go, and then, of course, losing on a half-court buzzer beater. Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to know what your feelings were, but what were you, what was that like to go through that and kind of the one of the highest highs and then just, I don't want to say a fluke, but obviously a half-court shot is not the uh, the highest percentage shot that's going to go in most of the time to, right. to kind of experience that. Right. No, I mean, it was a really tough game. You know, we were, we were playing really well at times and, and had a big lead, you know, playing at, at their place at, at Davis. And, and um, you know, whenever whenever I put the ball in, I, I you know, I thought we had the game. And, and you know, we had kind of lost some momentum at, at the end of that game. Um, but, you know, as soon as, as he let the shot go from half court, I could kind of see it, you know, being released uh, from his hands. And, it you know, it was just straight as an arrow. Um, and, and I kind of knew right away that, that that ball was probably going in, and uh, it did. You know, tough tough times. You know, it's it's that's what basketball is. So you know, it's you have a lot of you know good times and a lot of of, of rough times. You know, it, it was a game that I was you know proud of. You know, not in terms of myself, but you know in terms of the team. It was kind of reminiscent of the whole season that we had. A lot of up and downs and and whatnot didn't really end the way we wanted to. But uh, nonetheless, I thought it was you know one of those experiences that you'll remember and learn from. And, and, you know, I'm proud of, you know, that game and and every other game that our team played in this year, for sure. Yeah, and for those that obviously don't travel with teams, aren't really familiar with how college sports works, um, you mentioned building the camaraderie and having the the unique opportunity to be with you guys for all the road trips and traveling and everything. It's 
it's really impressive to see just right. how much of a family you guys are, you know, eating every single meal together, of course, practicing all the time and, and going to games. So from your perspective, what, what was that like over these years and just kind of that experience for you? Uh, how was that? Uh, I mean, it's been great. I mean, I grew up playing basketball, and then, you know, I've kind of been all over the place in, in Europe traveling, so I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat, you know, I was somewhat used to it when I got here, but, you know, it's 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 definitely cool. You, you definitely get really close with a lot of, of guys that you wouldn't necessarily have been that close to otherwise, and, and I think that, you know, I think the best, the best teams have that, you know, just uh, great team chemistry, man, you know, we people that are all in, you know, two feet in the boat guys that, you know, um, build that trust uh, within the team and amongst each other. And I think, uh, you know, there were, um, I think, I think every single year that I was here, you know, the, the kind of camaraderie piece got, got better and better and better. And, you know, obviously that's, you know, you got to give credit to our coaching staff or former coaching staff for that. Um, and it's something that, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, excited about with the new coaching staff as well, you know, just to focus on, on team chemistry and making sure that, you know, we're as close as possible to one another. And, and you know, I think we have definitely kind of the, the, the groundwork laid out for us in that way. But, you know, taking that to the, the next level is something that we're very keen on and, and something I'm confident that we will, you know, will do this year. Um, but, you know, personally, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's been great getting to know you know, a lot of, a lot of these guys that I've played with and, and you know, I've kind of created relationships, uh, developed relationships that I'll have for the rest of my life. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. While you're waiting this out at home with us, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.ag. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on, but Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. And sports aren't totally done yet. There's still eSports, American Idol, Big Brother, the elections, the Spelling Bee, and their $750,000 poker series. There's still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. I think it's really cool that you mentioned just kind of how the university kind of takes care of its people. And we see, you know, Shamar Johnson, a former teammate of yours and player who is now on the coaching staff as a grad assistant. You're moving into that role to see just kind of, even with a shift in coaching staff, as we mentioned, the still being able to kind of take care of your own and, and giving you guys those opportunities to start and develop your coaching careers. Right, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I think, I think both me and Shamar are excited to be working together. And, and you know, I'm very excited to, you know, continue learning about basketball and, and, and definitely more in terms of the coaching part of it, you know, from our, our, our new staff, man. I'm, 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 you know, really fortunate to have those guys to learn from, and I'm, I'm very excited about, you know, just getting started, man. I keep saying that, but, um, you know, these, these times are tough because, you know, I want to be, you know, in person learning from those guys right away, you know, as soon as possible, so... Yeah, I think I think we all uh, echo those same sentiments of wanting to get back to normal. So hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, but Eric, quickly before we let you go, you know, looking forward to next season, we know a lot of the the guys that won't be back, a lot of the guys that will. Um, when you've talked to Coach Stan Johnson and his coaching staff, what do you get? Uh, what do you see the identity of the team being? What style do you guys want to play? 
um, and, and what do you want to do in that regard in terms of what tempo, everything in that regard? Uh, I think we're going to be extremely hungry and aggressive. I think that's, you know, that's going to be our key. We have a lot of guys that can, you know, get up the floor, play. You know, we we're, we're, we got a lot of athleticism on our team. We got a lot of, um, you know, go-getters that are willing to kind of, uh, you know, offer themselves for the better of the team. And, and I think, um, you know, I think we're going to see a di- different type of basketball than we've seen in, in, in the past four years, you know, um, uh, in, in, in a lot of good ways, I think it's going to be, you know, we're going to play, we're, we're, we're going to unleash, you know, the talent that we have. Um, and, and I think that's going to be, you know, very exciting to watch. And I think it's going to end up, you know, um, having, you know, uh, I think we're going to have a great season. I think we're going to end up with a few, definitely a few more wins than, than last year. Um, and, and, you know, we got, we got a great foundation in this team and, and, you know, just, um, picking up the pace a little bit and, and making sure that we utilize, you know, the athleticism and, and the, the talents um, that we have on this team. Yeah, well, I can I can tell you're excited. I'm excited. I know a lot of the people in the LMU community are excited. So uh, we'll definitely look forward to that. And then, as we said, kind of getting back to normal life at some point here. But, Eric, it's always great to, to talk to you and, and hang out with you and hopefully a lot more of that in the future. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show. For and sure. we'll... Uh, We'll make this happen in person sooner rather than later, hopefully. That sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on, Jeff. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the LME Basketball Podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning in. And know that if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. And we're available wherever podcasts are found. Also, Believe.com, Believe Podcasts, and Believe Sports are the social media handles, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be. We are everywhere there and you can also follow me on twitter at jesse underscore cass once again a big thanks to eric johansson who has done such a great job in his career and now continuing as a grad assistant in the upcoming years so really excited for that and as we said we'll keep you updated on, on everything lmu basketball here on the lmu basketball podcast exclusively on the believe podcast network la's number one sports podcast network and the only place with a show for every team in la and more we believe in our la teams do you believe go lions Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.